Welcome to the Property Investors Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an upload. You can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. Enjoy this week's show and don't forget to share it with all your friends. Hey, I'm Russell Leeds. And I'm Tony Crook. And welcome to the Property Investors Podcast. On this week's show, is this the end of rent to service accommodation? Now, there's been a big announcement uh, by the government basically saying they're going to be clamping down on short-term lets. And I see a lot of people online are panicking. I've got people asking me, people are doing videos about it. And there's a lot of actual nonsense out there, a lot of people's different opinions. So what I thought we would do is we'd go through what the government have actually said, and we'll discuss it and let you know our thoughts. Uh, first of all, Tony, is this something that's, that surprised you, the government announcing this? No, we've obviously been thinking about this for, for quite some time now. There have been threats that something's going to happen, some regulation. So we've always been saying, well, there's going to something, some sort of regulation is going to come in. But when and to what extent was always the question. Yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah. it's, it's quite, we've been saying for a long time, it's pretty obvious. It's, it's getting so popular, it's getting so big. In the same way they did with HMOs, yeah. they brought in Article 4, yeah. and it got regulated. And up until, up until now, there's been very, very little regulation on short-term lets. They, they did a little bit with the fire regs. Um, yeah, recently. Not, yeah. not that long ago, yeah, yeah, pretty recently, where they brought out some legislation August, around that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's not a surprise. Is it bad news, though? Is it all doom and gloom? Is it the end of rent to rents like many people are saying? Well, let's have a look at what the government actually says. So I've printed out, you can get uh, this on the government website. This is their press release, short-term lets rules uh, to protect communities and keep homes available. Okay? So this affects all short-term lets, not just um, rent to rent. So anyone that's doing service accommodation, this affects you. So, first thing that they're saying is, Planning permission will be required for future short-term lets. So straight away, that's like, wow, that's, that's, that's pretty big, right? So anyone wanting to do short-term lets, you're going to need planning permission. If that's the case, that's going to make it quite difficult to do rent-to-rent because you're not going to want to get planning permission on someone else's property. So these are the sort of headlines people see that are scaring them. I actually, by the way, don't think it's all that bad, but we'll get into that later. That's the first thing. Next big point they've got. There'll be a mandatory national register which will provide valuable information and help ensure accommodation is safe. In other words, if you want to rent your property out as service accommodation, it will be on a register. Uh, any of your properties on a register at the moment? Uh, service accommodation, no, no. no. But you're on a register. Yeah. That's a different sort of register. <laughs> yeah, OK. Uh, we won't go into that, though. That's Tony's personal private life. <laughs> Next, uh, proposals will give communities <laughs> greater control over future growth. Fine, and homeowners can con- uh, homeowners can continue to let out their own main or sole home for up to ninety nights a year. So, if you've got it's your own personal house, you can rent it out for up to ninety days, which is kind of similar to what they're doing in London at the moment. Other than in London, it doesn't have to be your own main home. It just be any home you can rent out for 90 days. Yeah. So they're basically saying that you, you can't rent out a buy-to-let under this legislation. So you can do that without planning, so that's interesting. Right, so it sounds quite bad when you read the headline figures. However, when you go a bit more into detail, it's actually not as bad as you'd think. So let's go through this now. So local residents will be protected from being pushed out of their communities by excessive short-term lets, thanks to changes in the planning rules announced. 
Under the reforms, councils will be given greater power to control short-term lets by making them subject to the planning process. This will support local people in areas where high numbers of short-term lets are preventing them from finding houses they can afford to rent or buy. So what this is basically saying, as, as far as I can see, is that those things that we just talked about, the planning permission, etc., this is something that the councils are going to have the power to do in the area. So it doesn't necessarily mean that they will do. In the same way that Article 4 is for HMOs, the councils have got the power to stop you from turning your residential house into, article, into a HMO under Article 4, but not all the councils do that, right? No. So I would gather from this that this will be an area-by-area area thing depending on the yeah, councils. Yeah, do you agree? Yeah. yeah. You got anything you want to add to that? Any comments to make, or just no. agree? Just everything I've said is great. <laughs> All right, perfect. Well, it's shocking, but good. Yeah, yeah. it's shocking, yeah. right? Uh, these changes are part of a long-term plan to prevent a hollowing out of communities, address antisocial behaviour, and ensure local people can continue to live in the place they call home. Meanwhile, the new mandatory national register will give local authorities the information they need about short-term lets in the area. This will help councils understand the extent of short-term lets in the area. So basically, the, the, the mandatory list is so that they can assess an area and go, OK, you, where, where, where are most of yours? Uh, well, throughout the southeast, yeah. But mainly Brighton, right? Brighton, a lot of Brighton. Yeah. Brighton. Yeah. So they might look at it and go, well, there's, there's loads in Brighton. Yeah. We've got an issue in Brighton. Let's, Obviously, yeah. Let's bring in the Article 4 yeah. in yeah. Brighton. Yeah. Or whatever it is. It might not be Article 4, but whatever the rules are. But it will allow, by having this register, it will allow them to, to identify where the high areas are, right? Yeah. So I would have thought, if, you, if you've got them in, where would you think might be affected? Which councils do you think might have an issue with this? Well, obviously London, which we've already highlighted as being being a, a high area of concentration, but holiday uh, areas. I mean, Brighton once again is the area which I invest a lot of service accommodation in, and that's you know it's an all year round type place. So anywhere where tourism is going to be, um, I think it will be a highlighted area. Yeah. Okay. So Michael Dove says um, in 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 favour of it that short term lets can play an important role in the UK's flourishing. Tourism yeah, economy. Which is a good point. Yeah. Providing great, easy, accessible accommodation in some of the most beautiful parts of the country. It's not like they're trying to get rid of this altogether. I think they're just trying to control, control it. it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, do you think the government are doing the right thing here? Do you think they should allow a free market or should they step in and, and, and you know, is there a problem? Does it need addressing? I think regulation can be good. You know, when you regulate things, it means that the strong survive. When there's no regulation, when there's no bar barrier of entry, then what can happen is people could get in the markets which don't know what they're doing and actually ruin the markets for a lot of people. So I think regulation in most industries is some ways a good thing so long as there is flexibility in it. Yeah. That's the difference. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And, and they're not trying to stop people renting out their own home, no. which obviously they know. They've said that you're allowed to do that for 90 days, which if it's your own home that you're living in, you probably wouldn't want to rent it out for more than 90 days anyway, right? Mm. Uh, so that's, that's fine. However, so far it, is, it does sound all doom and gloom. This is where I think it, it gets better. The proposed planning changes would see a new planning use class created for short-term lets not to be used as a sole or main home. So in the same way that... Uh, each sort of category of houses, so care homes, for example, are C2. Yeah. Normal residential houses are C3. HMOs are C4. 
Hotels are C1, and at the moment, service accommodation properties are falling under. They're kind of, they're kind of grey, right? They're kind of in C3, and they're kind of in C1. So if you want to do it in London, you've got to, you've got to turn it into a C1, which is a guest house or yeah. a hotel. But most people that are renting out houses, they're just leaving it at C3. Yeah. So what they're saying is they're going to create a use class, I don't know, C6 or whatever it's going to be. We don't know. But they're going to create a new use class that your property will have to become. So I think that's good news. I think that's good news, yeah. Because it means that getting planning won't... You know, if you were trying to turn it into C1, that's quite a big deal. But this, this new class... Yeah. If it, you wanted to open a hotel in the area, that's a completely different kettle of fish to opening your own little you know, boutique hotel. So, yeah. Exactly. But this is where it gets really exciting. Existing dedicated short-term lets will automatically be reclassified into the new use class and will not... Require, require a planning application. Now, this is huge, right? Because this means basically you've got something called grandfather rights. And they do this a lot with HMOs in Article 4 areas. If Article 4 comes in, which stops you turning normal properties, normal residential properties, into, into, a, H, into a HMO, it's Article 4. If your property is already a HMO, then you're fine. You've got the grandfather rights. You can continue to do it. So what they're saying is the exact same rule is going to come in with service accommodation. So if your property is already... So your property's in Brighton. How many have you got in Brighton right now? I've got about four or five. Because when these first came out, you, you said to me, didn't you? Oh, no, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm worried about my, <laughs> my, my income. Because how much are you making from those? Well, make between eight to ten thousand pounds per month profit. Yeah. So if that suddenly went and you did them as buy to lets, how much would you, you make completely, then? Completely, yeah. Change. Gone. Yeah, yeah. Go right. back to the old way. <laughs> yeah. So you're losing like eight to ten grand a month. Yeah. Which is massive. But now, what they're saying is, you you can still make your eight to ten grand a yeah. month, Tony. You just can't add more. Which is great news. Because what does that mean? It, it means is it's it's basically a land grab, isn't it? So we're now, with any, with any changes of disruption within an industry, there's a land grab. So being in the right place at the right time, like uh, you know, I am, personally, then it's a, it's a good thing. With a lot of people out there already who have got established businesses, will means that no more competition. Mm. We're now stopping competition before we can actually take control of our market. Yeah, because yeah. one of the worries is, let's say, if you put all your eggs into the... I always, I always recommend diversifying anyway. Yeah. I think it's best to have yeah. different strategies, have some HMOs, have some social housing, have some service... So if rules, regulations, or market... COVID. COVID. If it changes, you haven't got all your eggs in one basket. Yeah. Right? So I do think it's good to have different strategies. But if you have got all your eggs in the service accommodation basket, this, this could have been quite worrying. Because mm. what happens if you, you apply to get planning permission on your properties and they say no? The fact that anything you've done up until when this rule comes in is, can stay as is. I would assume this will be covered by rent-to-rents as well. So if you've got a large rent-to-rent portfolio, yes, it might stop you when this rule comes in, growing it so well yeah. as service accommodation. There are other ways you can make money through rent to rents. You could still be able to do rent to social housing. You could still do rent to HMO. Yeah. You could still do rent to service accommodation if you did it in an area that this hasn't affected, right? Yeah. We, we don't know. This is what we discussed the other day, don't we? So, yeah. yeah, we don't know the full extent of it. Hmm. But what I would say for sure, and I've, I've always said this for service accommodation, is make hay while the sun shines because right now it's so easy so easy to make a lot of money 
from service accommodation. And the fact that they're bringing this in means that probably in the future it will be harder. But now is the opportunity, yeah. more than ever, because now you know this opportunity is not going to be there forever. But the work that you put in now, if you can get some units, start making money like Tony, eight to 10 grand a month, once you've set that up, not only are you protected and you've now got planning permission to turn these properties into this new class, whatever it will be, but also it's because it's harder for other people, it means that the, it's not going to get saturated. One of the reasons that they brought in Article 4 is because areas were getting oversaturated with HMOs and, and maybe the same thing's happening with service accommodation. But that means that it's going to be, the barrier to entry is going to be very hard down the future. Yeah. So getting now what is easy. Yeah. Supply and demand, isn't it? Simple. Yeah. Once, once the, um, the supply is cut, the demand goes up, and that what, what happens then is prices go up. So we, then we can charge more money for what we're then doing. So there's always different ways of looking at anything that comes in, and any regulation. With anything, it's about knowledge, about understanding, about reading the fine print. Because when we first read this, we both thought... Well, I read the headlines, right? Yeah. I read the headlines. I saw people's videos on, on TikTok and stuff. All, oh, no, you don't have to rent to rents anymore. Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh, oh dear, this is, this, is, this is bad. And you look at the headlines, it does sound bad. But when you actually read through it, yeah, it's actually not that bad at all. And could be good. Well, it actually, for people that are, that are j- jumping on it now, it actually is good. Yeah. Because it means that you're right. You're not going to get your supply and demand. And it, it, you, this is the time to get it. This is, this is the time to get in. But uh, with that being said, I suppose a few of the things people are asking is when is this going to come into play? Um, we don't know. There's, 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 no, there's no exact dates. Um, even if they gave an exact date, we still don't know. If you look at things like the EPC register, where they're like, we're going to bring it in this date. Oh, yeah, we're going to add an extra five years, actually. Um, oh, actually, we're going to scrap it completely. Or, <laughs> yeah. or you know, section, section 21. Uh, eviction notices. We're going to get rid of them before the next election. Oh, actually, we're not going to do that. Oh, actually, we are going to do that now. You know, they... And don't forget, we've got, we've got a big election this year as well. I think that's one of the reasons why this sort of stuff's coming in. Yeah. I think that this is, I think this is um, an effort... To try to put, them, put it down, yeah. Why do you think Joe General Public aren't a big fan of short-term let, service accommodation? Do you, uh, is, there a, is there a point? Is it damaging society, you know, communities... See, I've never really saw that. I've never seen that. I've, I've never really understood it. I can, when I speak to people, and I'm people who are not in property, like, like ourselves, when you talk to my friends that I've grown up with, etc., you speak to them, they, they think us as being bad, landowners, landlords, you know, people who are trying to make money through other people. But I find that we're offering a service. I mean, it says clearly in this article that it's, tourism is a, a valuable commodity in, in governments, in, in, in this reason why people come to the UK is for holidays, etc. We don't want to discourage that. We don't want to limit their choices of, of stay. So that's, what, that's where we, we land upon. But if you speak to my friends, they think, right, well, you're actually driving house prices up in certain areas. The, nor- the regular people can't afford to live there anymore. Students and things can't afford to live there anymore. But it's actually not true. I don't think so. No. No. People... We're actually making more... This is actually going to be driving prices up. Yeah. 
it's going to be doing the opposite effect, isn't it? Also, it's funny because the, the people I'm only, like, I think, I can't remember the stats exactly, but I think there's something like a million abandoned homes across the UK. Why aren't they moaning about that? Yeah. Why aren't they saying, it's terrible that you've got all these abandoned homes sorted at, what, like, that would make more sense, right? Yeah. If we suddenly had a million new homes come on the market, that would drop the house prices. Yeah. This is helping another need, which it, 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 everything's supply and demand, right? So if, if there wasn't a need for people to stay, and you, because these people that moan about it, they still use them, though, don't they? Yeah. yeah. They're not moaning that hotel prices have gone down because there's more. Yeah. Uh, do you know what I mean? Every, every, everything's supply, supply and demand. Absolutely. And if there was, if there was loads of, um, loads of, uh, like, I know that we are, we do have a housing shortage, but the, the, why have we got abandoned houses then? Mm. Why are we not, why are we not rewarding property developers more? Why, why are we making it so difficult to get planning permission? Why are the councils, you can't win every which way. No. Because the same people are annoyed at developers. You're ruining our green space. Mm. What, what is it here? Yeah. Do, 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 we want, do we want new houses? Do we, want, do we want to be able to stay places that are nice? Do we want to bring people in to boost our UK tourism? There's loads of benefits from that as yeah. well. So it's... Or are they just trying to buy votes? People, politicians grab hold of something which is they, they can see in the public eye, which then they think, right, well, let's, let's get these, like, these wealthy landowners to, you know, to, to write, then we'll buy them votes saying they're doing something good for the, the local, the general community, but it's actually not really. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, government aside, they'll do what they're going to do, right? Yeah. What would you suggest now if you were a property investor, you were, let's say, well, what are you doing? Before we get on to that, actually, what are you planning on doing now? You've you already <clears> making <throat> eight to ten grand a month from places in Brighton. You've, you, we found out this news this week. It's going to be, stuff's going to be changing. We don't know when. Could be... This year, it could be next year, it could be never. Who knows, right? But we assume this is going to come in. This is what they're saying right now. What would you? What are you going to do? What now? Now with this information. So when we first read this article, we thought, well, make hay while the sun shines, as you quite like have said. So until we know what's going to happen, right now there's no regulations. Yeah. So it is. It's great opportunity. So would we continue to carry on doing what we were doing before? But now. Because we know that it's going to be a potential land grab and that we've got the grandfather rights, it's a bit the same with the Article 4 with, with HMOs. You've got to get in there. You've got to establish. Get on, get on this register that they're talking about, this nationwide register, first thing. So it means that really you've got to step up. I've got to step up my property buying, my property purchasing and so forth to, to make sure that I get established service accommodation properties on this register. Yeah. That's what I would say. So get as many as you can on. Get as many as you can on, in, especially in areas like Brighton, like the built-up areas, like you know the London and so forth, because they they are going to be the ones that are going to be sought after. Yeah, yeah. London, you, I imagine you probably won't be able to do, unless because you can't you can't rent it out for more than ninety days right now without planning anyway, can you? Yeah. But it'd be interesting to see because I imagine what they'll do is they'll bring in this this new use class in London as well. So the ninety-day rule. Might potentially actually could open up London again for us. Yeah. So London could be a great place to land grab. You'll just need planning permission. Need but planning permission might be a lot easier than it is now. Yeah. So we actually might make London easier now than it is. We don't know. Yeah. We're guessing here. 
for once again, there's nothing done. There's nothing, there's no time inside this. If there is an election, if somebody else gets in power, this could be completely changed, like you said. Um, but all I, what I'll be doing, what I'll be advising people to do is get service combinations, get on this register, because that can only be a good thing. Yeah. I, I totally agree. I totally agree. And if would would you would you lump in rent to rent in that as well? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Make sure your rent to rent agreements is firm and solid. You got a five year rent to rent agreement, seven year rent to rent agreements. Try to go for a long longer term rent to rent agreements you can. One of the things established. That, get yourself on that register. One of the things that we added into our rent to rent contracts uh, a little while ago because we we saw this coming. Right. We we didn't know what it was going to be. I'm actually really pleased with it. Mm. Because I thought it could have been a lot worse. Yeah. And I knew it was going to come at some point. It was obvious. We've been saying this for years. Make hay while the sun shines. This will change. It always does, right? Yeah. So it's obvious. But one of the things we added to our rent to rent agreements is if it becomes illegal to rent it out of service accommodation, the contract... Because what you don't want to be... You don't want to be a breach. a five-year lease yeah. Yeah. where you're having to pay the rent and now you can't rent it at service accommodation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The landlord's like, well, sorry, but it's not my problem. So in our rent-to-rent contracts, we state that if it becomes illegal or you know, against policy to rent it out as service accommodation, that voids the contract. contract. Which I think is, is very worth having in your... I would still make sure I had that in. Yeah. It's possible, we don't know, but it's possible that to go on the register, you have to be the homeowner. And you might turn around to your landlord and say, I don't know, I don't know how this works, because it isn't here yet, but you might turn to the landlord and say, hey, I want to put on the register, and they say no. Yeah. We, we don't know. Might not understand it, might not... No, oh, no, I don't want to change the use class. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. What about when... They'd be mad. Yeah. They'd be mad to do that, but... But they don't understand, do they? No. Sometimes. Yeah, but, but yeah, no. I think it's essential that contracts are, are. We look at the contracts and make sure the contracts, as you said, as you've done our, your contracts, so to, to make sure that not just a break clause. Because a break clause could be a year break clause or a six month break clause. It could mean you could be stuffed for six months. So with this, what you're saying is right in that agreement is making sure that if any potential law changes, the, the instantly the the contract is. It's terminated. Yeah. So, like, they're, they're, they're saying that obviously their goal is to introduce it this summer. Right. That's what they're saying. Um, I think that seems a bit quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're obviously going through consultation stages now to decide. Uh, if you had to guess, when would you guess this will get introduced? I would say not this summer, but next summer. Yeah. You're about a year and a half. What do you think? <sighs> I mean, it's very hard. It's very hard to know. I, I would be. If they're saying this summer, maybe by the end of the year, maybe. But next summer's not a bad, not a bad shout as yeah. well. They tend to. It's funny, isn't it? Because it's funny how the government can get away with being so bad. It's like councils, mm. right? And the courts, the court system, every, everything that's run by the government or councils is rubbish. Yeah. Right. When you, when you, the court, how rubbish is the court system? Uh, very rubbish, it's yeah. horrendous. And if it was a private firm, there's no way they'd get away with being that horrendous because we just we would stop using them. But because yeah. you don't have a choice, they're allowed to be so rubbish. But even on things like this, you know, we just don't trust their timescale. Mm. If this was a, if this was us putting a development and we said we're going to be finished by the summer, we'd think, okay, well, it's going to be finished by the summer. Well, because the government are saying it, it's going to be rubbish. Why? Why are they so rubbish? The first thing they do is they put an article like this and they want to, they'll, they'll feed back the reaction. Yeah. If there's total negative reaction, they'll just like shelve it. 
Yeah, if sure. there's positive reaction to it, they'll then use it for getting votes and for being re-elected, etc. So once again, it's all about our reaction. They'll gauge the reaction to this, and, and that will then determine when it gets implemented. So do you, if your guess is it's going to come in, because obviously we can, we can look back at this, we can see who was, who, was, who was closer. You think it will come in next summer? We've always said it will come in, so we think it will definitely come in. Whether, whether they can get it through this so quick like that, I don't think so. Maybe towards the end of the year, but I would say more likely, if I was going to put money on it. Yeah. Are we going to put money on it? If we're going to put money on it, it would be next summer. All right, okay. I, I think they're going to squeeze it. I agree as well it will come in. Mm. If it doesn't come in now, I still think it will come in. If, if, they, do, if they have negative backlash and stuff, well, I'm still going to come in at some point. I'm going to go by the end of the year, I reckon it will come in. It'll be very interesting to see how it plays out. It'll be very interesting to see when they provide more information. I mean, this was, this was updated on the 19th of February. So I'm sure in the coming months we'll get more info of how it's going to work, yeah. what the new class will be, how easy it will be to get planning with the new class, where, which councils are going to take this on. Will it be all of them? Will it be nationwide? Will it be certain councils? I don't think this is bad news for property investors, property entrepreneurs. I think when, when regulation comes in, you need to be aware of it. You need to be on top of it. You need to be able to pivot, maybe. Uh, but I actually think this is good news because I knew it was going to come in at some point, and this is better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. The, I think the grandfather rights bit is the bit that is makes it. The big game changer, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah totally. Because now, all, the, the, the worry is you spend all this time building a strategy and then, oh, we can't do it anymore. But if you know that everything you've spent your time building for, you can still do, just can't do it moving forward. This sort of stuff happens all the time. Look at when, um, when, when, I, when I first started getting interested in property back in sort of 2006, 2007, the big strategy was... You could buy houses with a zero deposit. You get 100% mortgage and then refinance it the next day. Yeah. And then that bang stopped. It doesn't mean that you can't do property investing anymore. It just means that the strategies change. You have yeah. to pivot and adapt. So that's the same as this. Always, always, always. Rules, regulations. It's something you just need to be one step ahead of understanding where it's going. If you put your head, you know, if you, if you don't listen and you don't understand what's going on, that's when you get yourself in trouble. Yeah. As long as you're one step ahead understanding there's nothing going to be instantaneous so things we can plan for this is good news as far as i'm concerned i think it's going to be a land grab you've got to get yourself on those registers get property as many properties up and running so that you can claim those grandfather rights yeah i agree now's the time to do the hustle now's yeah. the time to do the hard work uh make sure you subscribe to the show because we will keep you updated about any further news or any property announcements so make sure you subscribe hit the like button i'm russell leeds i'm tony crook and uh, we'll see you next week 